everybody. Hi. This is the Bulls in Your Court podcast with Maddie and Kat. We have been on hiatus um, just because it's been a bit of a stressful couple of months for us. We've just been... We've had a lot of change. It's been a lot of... It's been in flux, you mm. could say. Um, but the good thing is, is that we are talking to you as official housemates. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. If we had like a sound machine, I would play yeah, like play. clapping. Yeah. But we don't. We're not like... We're not a really high-tech podcast. So I also hate when they do that. Just imagine honest. it. Oh. My, one of my favourite podcasts started doing that and I dislike it. Oh. It's too... I don't know. It's a bit forced, isn't it? It's like, too much. It doesn't need... It doesn't need to be happening. What's it called? Um, Canned laugh, canned laughter mm. and things. Like they had on, on Friends. Friends and some other shows. That... Bizarre thing when you do actually think about it. Mm. have laugh, like a laughter tra- track. Yeah. It's actually an insane thing to it's, have. It is really odd. Yeah. But then the thing is, is they do it, don't they, to encourage the audience to laugh. The people who are watching. Yeah. Because often if you... Because laughing is a bit contagious. A bit like yawning. In that when you hear people laughing, sometimes it makes you laugh. I wonder does it come from like... You know like when they used to like film like TV shows live. Mm. And then you'd have the laughter in the background. Was that it? Or is it what you just said? Because I feel like mm. like proposing that in the office would be absolutely insane. Yeah. To be like, let's have a laugh track like actually in the TV series. Bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. Because like not all shows were filmed live or anything. Like, yeah. But I mean, I, I swear... Was Friends... I think, I think some, Friends was. Some of Fre- some parts of Friends Off is filmed live. Yeah. It is filmed in front of an audience. Yeah. And I think some of it isn't. And they have to kind of try... They want to try and make it consistent so that you don't mm. know which bits are in front of a live audience. Mm. Maybe. I'm not sure. Sometimes I like, would like to try and analyse the laugh track and be mm. like, can I like, hear that? Can laugh? you hear it repeating? Can I hear it again? Yeah. I've never... I have to say, I've never the, done what that. What is the perfect laugh? What's the perfect like symphony mm. of laughter? I don't know. Must, it's like a... You must have like your like choir, like your... Like, ha, ha, ha. Ah. propellers and everything yeah it's got to have different pitches it does different tones so that the uh, people a variety of audience member will yeah. relate to the laughter but every now and then do you get a laughter track that does have like a unique laughter in it mm. so I don't know I still think they're fucked I don't like them it is a bit odd it's, it's really odd but, when you think about it but I wonder actually if you watch something like Friends without the laughter track yeah what would it be like it would be really strange I, I bet be, you yeah would it be less funny I bet you on YouTube they have like video compilations Probably. of like the no show laughter. without the laughter and it looks strange yeah because do you think that <laughs> we're like analyzing so much now but I do think that they pause for laughter track in when they film it. I think, do you yeah. Think they add it after because you know sometimes like mm. the characters pause. Yeah. When there's this laughter track, like, do they have to like? Is it in the script? Like, it might... Laughter track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think sometimes it will probably say in the script like pause for laughter. Yeah, because that's why I've always thought it was with an audience. You know, like when, like something happens. Yeah. And like there's like a long laughter. Yeah. And like the actor kind of like has to wait slightly, a second. Yeah, slightly breaks, but like doesn't yeah. really. So, yeah. I've always wondered. I mean, I'm a stickler for continuity errors right mm-hmm. I love I love finding continuity errors in TV shows and films um, I think that what as in like when they when they up. yeah when they do something wrong I love finding it mm. um, and in friend, Friends is full of continuity errors so many things like the birthdays of all of the characters changes throughout the series even like the setup of the like apartment the mm-hmm. numbers on the doors like the thing like Ross doesn't like things and then he does like things and he doesn't like there are, you can actually like I've read articles like because I'm a nerd I've read articles which are like 30 continuity errors in Friends and I like to think of like which ones I found myself mm. speaking of before we move on who's your favourite Friends character? 
Chandler. Chandler, yeah. yeah. I love how you say Chandler. 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 So I say Chandler. 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 Yeah. Um, I think Chandler's my favourite also. Do you think we relate to, to Chandler? What, because we're... Because we're kind of like... Funny. Funny. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Funny or the self-deprecating clearly has Sarcastic. mental health issues. Mm, yeah. <laughs> has parent parental issues. Mm, I don't really relate to that no. bit specifically, like his whole, like his dad being trans and everything that does not specifically no, relate unique. to my life. But I do relate to his, yeah, self-deprecation, sarcasm, yeah. his kind of like view on the world, which is a little bit cynical. Mm. I do agree with that. Now, how do you feel about Ross? Sorry, this whole podcast isn't <laughs> going to be talking about friends. I like, I feel cringy that I like friends. I'm ashamed. Really? Yeah, I'm ashamed that I like but friends. But our generation... Because it's so shit. It is shit. But our generation was such a friends generation. It was, but then like when you do look at it, like it is super sexist, homophobic. Yeah. like racist like it is such a fucked program and I feel I feel so bad that I like I know that I find comfort in friends like I used to when I was like a massive nerd in school I would watch I would I would work the entire day and then I would gift myself one episode of friends mm. in the evening like yeah. at around 11 o'clock when I'd stop revising for the entire day I'd allow myself one friends episode and so it became a kind of comfort thing but I had a I had a box set in, on DVD and I'd watch all of it like throughout the whole of my A levels yeah. so yeah I feel bad and I would never like say publicly that I like it but I do secretly like friends I mean, I, mean, I am literally saying this publicly yeah this right is public. <laughs> that's true um, I don't feel embarrassed to say that I like friends but it has over time over the years I, I have seen more and more the flaws within mm. it um, particularly like the lack of diversity in the characters yeah, is like madness absolute madness yeah the, the treatment of kind of sexuality isn't mm. very good but we do I know that this isn't really an excuse but we do also have to see it in the context of the time this this was late 90s early noughties like if the show was made now it would be different mm. they would have a lot there would probably be more diversity in the characters they probably would handle issues like trans um, uh, sexuality uh, sexism etc they probably would handle it better mm. because it just wouldn't be acceptable now but I do agree that like you have to look at it with a pinch of salt and be yeah. like that's not really okay why am I finding that funny yeah. like they make a lot of like the men make a lot of jokes about like if one of them gets emotional they're like oh don't be a girl about about yeah, it, like that kind of like, thing and uh, toxic masculinity incredibly sad over it like, yeah unbelievable I mean they're so. all super skinny yeah um, Rachel and Monica in the first couple of seasons are so fucking hot but they are <laughs> yeah, tiny they are they are tiny but they have like such amazing clothes they Rachel's, are Rachel's, amazing Rachel and Monica's outfits in the first two seasons are incredible and Phoebe actually, iconic all of them. iconic yeah. I actually think and I was discussing this with my girlfriend the other day I actually think that um, Monica is actually starts off being the best looking in the first two seasons and then it becomes Rachel mm. for the rest of the seasons yeah. really um, and Phoebe's always like attractive but she's very quirky it's yeah. like a kind of a different kind of attractive yeah. what about the guys like Joey's supposed to be the most like stereotypically attractive mm. but I actually think I'm most probably attracted to Ross Oh god, I'm not. Even I mean, though his personality ruins it a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not attracted to all of any of them. They're all mm. very unattractive. Okay, fair. But probably the most conventionally attractive, I would say, would be Joey. Would probably be Joey, yeah. Yeah, okay, fair. All right, well, that was our little <laughs> analysis of friends. Um, so today uh, the ball is just going to well it's kind of in both of our courts but we're just going to talk about it's in our court it's in our court which is our home <laughs> um, we're going to talk about like living together like what it's like like being in your 20s living with friends that kind of thing mm -hmm. so 
Um, I moved in three weeks ago, roughly. Um, and yeah, I like, I am so glad that we are living together now. Um, I know that you don't really, you can't really say you're not glad because it would be really peak <laughs> to me right now. But I think that we have like a really good dynamic. We've got a third housemate. Shout out to our housemate, Lou. Mm-hmm. Um, they are super cool. They work in video game marketing. I won't give any more information about them in case you can like identify them. Although people who listen to our podcast will probably know who they are because yes. they're friends with us yes <laughs> um they're super nice um and they've already fitted in really well in our dynamic i feel like we're a good three do you think we are a good three. yeah it does well. um but yeah, Kat- we, we met on zoom yeah we actually met well because we put out because cat and i already knew we were going to be living together um but we needed to find a third housemate to like fill the kind of biggest room in to our fill house the void. <laughs> yeah in our hearts um and so we put out an advert on spare room and we got so many responses mm-hmm. so many um and I let Kat whittle it down to the ones that she liked the most because um, I wasn't as bothered, really. Um, what? You weren't as bothered? Well, it's not... I just, like, wasn't... Like, I, I think I maybe was less, like... I'm not really sure how I would pick who we would live oh, with. Right. You know what I mean? But you were bothered about who... Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to live with, like, a straight... Like, somebody who we wouldn't have got yeah, on yeah, with. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not like, I'll live with anyone. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, we, like, we had some criteria. Like, we wanted them to be around our age, to be, like, a young professional... Um, like probably queer of some description, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that already narrowed it down yeah. who we like who we were gonna live with. And we had a night, we had a Zoom with Lou because they weren't living in London at the time. Um, and we just clicked. Mm-hmm. We clicked. Yeah, it flowed very well from the start. Which yeah, was really nice. So. so that's cool. And then they moved in like two weeks ago, and now we're a full house. Although actually, Cat has been away this weekend. What have you been doing, Cat? I have been at a festival. What? How? How was the festival? You haven't really actually told me much about it. What's yeah. it called? Blue Dot. Yeah, Blue Dot Festival. It's in like near near around Manchester, like yeah. around Cheshire. Um, yeah. It was just so good. Yeah, so yeah. what 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 do you do day to day? Because it's not like a music festival, is it? It is. No, it is. It is. Yeah, I yeah, it was like is. a science festival. So it's a music festival. And it has like people like like Bjork Preserve. Yeah. And like people like Groove Armada and Tarsosi. Lots of really, really amazing bands. And also lots of people I didn't know that I feel like I've come back with like new like playlists full of like new music, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but like during the day, it had lots of lectures. So you could like, it, it's like almost like in partnership with the University of Manchester. And they, so they run different lectures about different things. And it's, so it's the actual campsite is around an observer. So huge, okay. Like telescope, yeah. So it's like a really, it's kind of like a science kind of spacey kind of festival. Yeah. Can you go and see the telescope? You can, it's you can see it, but you can't like. No, you can't go into it. No, you can't go into okay, it. But yeah. you're like you're literally camping all around it. So yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did actually go to. I went to two different lectures, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. I went to one about gut health. Okay. And I was actually talking. I did. Do you know it is actually really interesting? <laughs> this lecture. Yeah. It was talking about gut health and like, have you heard of? Oh my god, it's like F. FTM maybe it's FTM FMT I think it's FMT okay it's something like fecal something transplant yes of course I have a fecal transplant fecal microbial yeah yeah transplant transplant yeah yeah yeah. 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 and so it's essentially the idea of like putting like a healthy sample of poo into someone's gut who's not healthy and like to diversify their Mm -hmm. microbial um, bacteria and stuff yeah microbiome that's the word 
Yeah. Microbiome. Um, and it was talking about like about um sort of like the success of this like procedure, even though you know like there's a lot of issues with it because they don't actually know everything that is actually in poo, and so like maybe it might be really bad, and mm. they 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 don't exactly know what actually works about it, and it's very like it's very like kind of new. Yeah. Um, and like there needs to be more research, but they were looking actually about like probiotics, and you know there's like probiotics in um food and also in medicine, and for probiotics to be in food, um they don't necessarily have to prove with evidence right. um that that it is actually going to help your microbiome. Right. Whereas like with medicine, with like if it's like if it's marketed as medicine, then it has to go through a little bit more um a bit like, more stringent. Um, she was basically just like talking about the fact that pro- like probiotics are basically bullshit. Okay. And she said the, med- was, the medicine version. Mo- both 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 of them. Of them both, both of them. Most okay. probiotics are bullshit when it yeah. comes to actually improving your gut. Okay. Because your microbiome is so diverse and has mm. so many different types of bacteria that to put a put one single good bacteria into your gut and saying oh that's really healthy would be like the equivalent of like putting a cat like a small little cat into like a rainforest wow. with all this diversity and, and just be like and expecting it to like really like to change to change it yeah okay so yeah it was like I found that really interesting that is really interesting I mean um as you know I've had issues with my gut for a very long time um I kind of was di- I was diagnosed with IBS when I was about 14 years old 14 15 maybe um and yeah like I've I've um I've had two colonoscopies I've had like because of um inflammation in my gut and things like that um but they haven't found that I have IBD mm. um which is good of course very good but it was almost there was some part that was kind of almost a bit frustrating when I was kind of going through sick form and things like that because I was like well what's happening can you fix me please yeah. um and one of the things that they did mention was the possibility of doing a fecal transplant really? yeah so that's why I've heard of it um didn't fancy it though but it freaked me out a little bit <laughs> really it freaked me out a little bit the idea of them transplanting yeah like basically yeah. like people substances into my gut mm-hmm. um uh it yeah, did naturally. freak me out so like that was actually a bit of what she talked about she was like you know they are looking to alternative forms of trying to extract the microbiome of someone else to yeah into, without it being without, poo without it being poo basically. yeah because they, they take the shit and they put it in like a blender yeah and put, it, put it up you either like up your colon or you, nasally oh don't the really... tube that goes all the way down so. i don't want to do that one yeah. i'd rather it go up me i'd rather go up me too i don't want to see it no i don't want it to go through my body yeah through my nose mm, mm, no your, yeah not about i don't want it to be in my face no don't want it to go anywhere near my face yeah. um but you said no no i said well they didn't actually say we can do this they said you could consider doing this in the future mm. and i was like okay um my mum actually was quite like maddie that could be a really good thing for you like maybe you just need to reset <laughs> your you gut teach it. yeah she just wanted me to teach it yeah um but yeah it's something that i've kind of thought about over the years and i've taken like various different like probiotic type things like different pills that are supposed to yeah. help and i'm not gonna lie i haven't seen the most the, the thing that has helped me the most first of all is not eating lactose mm. because i realized i was lactose intolerant so that has helped and also managing my anxiety because ibs and gut health is so linked to your mental health the you know the body and the mind it's not a it's not a myth that those two are very linked when you are more stressed when when you're not taking care of yourself as much like you will find that your mm. body will react and for me that often happens with my gut yeah. my even stomach. things like tinnitus as well people um like people also get like ringing their ears do they when like, they're stressed yeah mm. and like it, it really heightens when that happens i guess maybe i don't know i guess maybe like having more adrenaline in your body like you mm. can get like pulse pulsatile tinnitus in which like you can like hear your pulse oh, and i guess i don't know i'm completely making up the science here but okay. i can imagine that like i can imagine that if you are more anxious if your heart rate is increasing yeah. or you just have more adrenaline 
pumping through your body, maybe that increases that type of like tinnitus. Like it, mm. it is like very linked. Wow. But yeah. Oh, Bill. Well, yeah. what was the what was the second <clears throat> what was the second actually, lecture you I went to? I cannot remember. What the second? Oh, actually, no. It was about singing. Oh yeah. It was about like the um the benefits of singing for um strengthening your diaphragm mm-hmm. and like how that is also like good for like you know things like anxiety. Yeah. Being able to engage your diaphragm mm. and like how like engaging your diaphragm like, that is also a really good immune system and I don't know. I like sounds like a very to... themed type of lecture that you liked going to. In what? In like as in like a seeing it about your health. Yeah. Well, like a lot of them were most most of them actually were about like your health. Mm. I mean, I want to be healthy. Yeah. I want to be a healthy gal. That's and also fair. I was doing lots of things that were not healthy in the festivals yeah. like drinking mm. loads. And so I think it's really important to yeah balance it to all, balance it to balance it all out by yeah. hearing some healthy things whilst doing unhealthy things. So what what like in the nighttime was it like a standard festival where there was like stages or like a stage and yeah, you'd yeah. go and see music and things like that. Yep, and then come back and try to sleep. Although the oh, last so like the last the last night I actually slept really well. I okay. got a really nice camping um mat. Yeah. And it was great. And I had like my I had total like sensory deprivation. I had like an eye mask and also like earplugs. And Gosh, I just that's, I, that's I was, thinking in advance. I know. I only realised it because my friend came back from Glastonbury and told me to bring those things because mm. I would have actually died if yeah. I hadn't. Because there was someone who was playing drum and bass at at two AM mm. to six AM on the last day. Just one guy playing like the loudest drum and bass. Yeah. I, I slept through all of it, but everyone around the campsite, no one could see. And everyone kept on like trying to tell him to like turn it off. Shut but he was being like up. being really aggressive. He was yeah. like, if someone tells me to turn off my music one fucking time, jeez. Like, he was like actually a bit insane. And then like the people around us were like talking the whole way through the night. So yeah. no one got any sleep around me, but I but did. Because I was like a baby. I was deprived sensory sensorily? Yeah. Is that hmm. a word? I'm not sure. I feel like that should be a word. Could be a word. Sensorily. So were you sleeping in a tent by yourself? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. probably the way to do it, even though I personally like camping with people because mm. I feel lonely. I was so glad that I was camping by myself. Mm. Like at first because I didn't have a tent, I was like uh, like seeing if I could like share with anyone. But then it turned out someone had like a spare tent and I was so glad. Everyone everyone actually had all, like their separate tent. Okay. And it was just it's just nice to be alone. Yeah, have your own space. Especially like if you're at a festival, so you're like we're like we're like there from like Thursday to Monday. So mm. you're just like very intense time to see people, even yeah. though like the group was like it worked so well. Mm. But yeah, it was it was really nice to go away and I feel like summer has started because I went away the day that um like Park broke up. Yeah. So I feel like I've officially entered summer. Summer Which is good. But, yeah. Yeah. And also I passed my driving test. Yay! So well done. Lots of good things happening. Very good things. Yeah. Um we did uh experience a, a heat wave though mm. do you re- remember that those two try di- not to two days of absolute hell that was an insane time that like, I was talking to Lou about this uh, like yesterday I was just like that was insane yeah but it's gonna happen again is it? it's gonna like, no no not necessarily oh, right. like, not necessarily <laughs> in the next few oh, weeks right, right, right. I mean that like we're going to experience those kinds of I temperatures because of climate change because of the average rising temperatures and the like the this is going to become more common these extreme heat scenarios it was insane like when I think about all of us in our rooms yeah like you were suffering I suffered you were suffering I came down like I came down about midday on the first day which was the Monday Um, I came down about midday and and Kat and Lou were just uh, about to go out to get some iced coffee and I literally like looked a bit manic and I was like guys I want to peel off 
my skin. Yeah. And you guys were like, okay, Maddie, you need to cool yourself down. Yeah. You need to not be in your room because it's my room is like a bit hotter because it only has like one bit of window, like one window bit. So it's just like a bit contained, mm. which in the winter I think is going to be good because yeah. it's going to be quite warm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Kat actually took care of me. Kat made I was me- actually a bit worried at one point. I was worried you were going to get a heat stroke. Yeah, I was a bit worried I was going to faint, possibly. Yeah. Um, Kat made me come down and sit in the pantry, which is like this, this kind of just like room that we have in our house, which is like a nothing room. Yeah, although it's getting better. It's getting better. We've got stuff in it now. Yeah. Um, it's like next to the kitchen, which is just like, so it's kind of like an extension of the mm-hmm. kitchen almost. Um, and uh, Kat like gave me a like block of ice like thing to put on my neck and and like was like drink water and like yeah. made me drink a load of water and it really did help so thank you I'm glad. thank you um but i feel then, like i didn't find it too bad yeah i just i just like i disliked it yeah but i didn't like i wasn't suffering yeah yeah but you'd go outside and it was actually it was like it was just insane an insane level of heat that mm. like you know i couldn't believe the level of heat mm. for, for england and like i've experienced similar levels of heat abroad but yeah. this felt worse because it was yeah. in London. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever. I don't think that's. I think that's the hottest I've ever experienced it in London. Wow, it was crazy. Yeah, I think the the problem for me was just the sleeping. It really, mm. really disrupted my sleep. Like I found it very hard to be comfortable. I'd sleep for like an hour or two and then wake up and then an hour or two and like that kind of thing. So I think, um, and I don't. I I had a handheld fan, but not like a proper fan. So I think I should probably get a proper fan. Yeah, if it happens. Yeah. I mean, we have we I have. Mean, Lou's big fan, but but Lou did kind of keep it in their room for a lot of the time, yeah. which is fair. It is theirs. Which is it is theirs, and they were working in their room, so it's yeah. totally fair. No criticism there. I just mean that I might need one for you, myself. Yeah, you might need one. Um, yeah. Okay. But so how have you found living here? Yeah, your first three weeks of. I mean, I'm really, I'm so really enjoyed you've lived it. At home since moving back from uni yeah I have um it was I didn't intend to live at home for so long after I moved back from uni like the pandemic kind of slowed everything down a little bit it set me back um and I kind of felt like I wasn't really mentally ready to move out and things like that and then I got um I got to a place where I was like no I'm doing better I'm feeling better in myself and I think like I can move out and then um the housing market was being weird and like I was like looking on spare room and trying to find places and like people People weren't even responding to my ads and things like that. So I was getting a bit like sad about it. And then um, a while after that, we figured out that we could live together. Mm. Um, and now here we are. Okay. How, do, how do you find, do you think, because I know that you were kind of feeling that dynamic in your old house, particularly with just one of your housemates, because yeah. the other one you you are friends with, yeah. but with one housemate was like not good. Are you yeah. feeling like better now? Feeling so much better. Yay. Like, a lot of relief having not had that. It definitely is different. Like, I don't think I was expecting to have to adjust to mm. having two new people in the house. Mm. I think, like, I don't know, in my head, I didn't realise that that would feel different. Mm. But it is also, like, it do- like the whole house does feel different, even though yeah. I haven't moved. But in a good way. Yeah, definitely in a good way. Oh, yeah. But as in, like, it's, as in, it's, like, an adjustment mm. to, yeah, like, it's, uh, it's weird. It's because, like, I feel like I have moved, even though I haven't. Mm. Like, the whole house feels different. Yeah, that's kind of a good thing, Yeah, it, it? no, it definitely is a good thing, because I didn't enjoy what the dynamic was like before. But as in, like, you know, when you just need to, like, get used to yeah. things changing and I think I find I find change difficult at first but I'm like you know when you're happy about what the change is going to be yeah. it's just that like adjustment period mm-hmm. of like oh there's a cat in the house and, like, yeah. not a dog and like yeah it's just like it's a whole different yeah it's just like a whole different energy in the house but mm. 
feels mm. so much better. Mm. I'm feeling a lot more positive. Hey. I think like my like only thing is because I'm like still traumatized from like my old house mm. that I'm worried that I'm gonna become anal about cleaning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Even though there's like our house is clean and yes. there's like no one is like particularly messy in the house. Mm. In my head, I think like I'm so like in the zone of having having to be like on guard yeah. with like my old house with yeah. like how messy it would get. Yeah. That I'm like having to like rein myself in and yeah. be like, no, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's just working through. So Kat has made us a cleaning <laughs> schedule yeah, and a, a Google Doc cleaning schedule, which she sent us today. Um, and like I'm totally fine with that. I think that that's a good way to like make sure everybody's on top of things and like so that we all know like what what is our task for that week. Mm. Um so I that's... think it's yeah, like I've li- like lived in a lot of house shares now and I just know that like even though like a cleaning schedule is so lame, it's it just avoids so much yeah miscommunication. I think so, because and... otherwise we'd be like, oh well like who's doing what, yeah. like whatever and like people wouldn't it just like yeah, it's better to it's better to have it written down and it will be mm. like and I think you know that Lou and I are totally cool yeah, with, with totally. it. Um I think it's like it's like it's different because um I think it's been like a good like learning process, um, the change in the house because I think before so I moved into this house when two other people had moved, lived here already. Mm. And so I didn't really have like much responsibility in terms of sorting out bills or like sorting out like things with like the landlord because they had already done that. Yeah. And so like with this changeover, I've like kind of like been at the forefront of like sorting all those things out and that's yeah. been that's actually been really useful and it makes has made me feel like quite grown up. Yeah. Like sorting out all the bills and sorting out like deposit and rent and things like that with like the with like the agency. Mm. I think my old housemate was like, you know, six years older than me and had like a bit more experience in that. Yeah. And so she kind of sorted out quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. And so now that role is I feel yours. like is mine. And it's yeah, it's been it's been stressful like the last like couple of months, but I also feel like I've learned a lot from yeah. like that kind of like process. Yeah. Adult stuff basically. Adult. I feel like I've been doing like a load of adult things like yeah. which has been good. I think that is good. And um yeah, like, I think we like living live living with friends in your like twenties mm. is like is a nice period of time, I think. Like I wouldn't want to have gone like from uni to living at home to then like straight living with a partner specifically. Mm. Um I just think like it's it's really nice to have a bit of freedom. Not that like having a partner doesn't give you freedom, I'm not saying that. Ball and chain. No, <laughs> I'm joking. Um but I think that now is the time where like being a bit more social like living yeah. with pals and kind of like doing and like where we live um is like a really convenient area so it's like well connected to places i love that we live like kind of right just off a main road because there's loads of amenities mm. to walk through there are pubs there's like cool cafes there's like some like little supermarkets like there's loads of stuff you don't even have to walk that far mm. um and does it feel like you've moved somewhere different yeah though, like you technically are not that far from where you've like just moved yeah yeah, yeah it does feel different mm. definitely um where i lived in my family home was really nice like i lived in a nice house with a nice garden and stuff but it felt it was my family home yeah and it wasn't as like no it was connected but i still had to walk further to get mm. like into where like the main bit of the town were like the high street was and yeah. like that kind of thing like i didn't feel as like in the center mm-hmm. and not that we're like in the center but we're kind of closer yeah we're really close we're close now so that's like really nice um yeah good good like transport connections um i'm now living like very close to three of my best friends mm. who live like just kind of down the way um i went to theirs last night to watch love island and right. it was just like really easy because then i could just kind of come home and it wasn't mm-hmm. that late and everything um yes i do watch love island <laughs> um 
Um, I think I'm the only one in this house who does watch Love Island. Probably. Um, yeah. yeah I, it's but... the one thing I can't be convinced to watch is watching, but I definitely can't be convinced. That's fair. I won't convince you to yes. watch it because I understand that, like, it's not for everyone. It's not. Um, it is very popular, though. It is, yeah. I will give it that. It is very popular. I don't look down. I don't look down on it at all. It, it has its, um, prob- its problematic in some ways. I just but it's... so have no interest at looking at heterosexual relationships. Yeah, I That's get that. That's my, like, I have absolutely no interest in knowing what people do to like how yeah. boys and girls talk to each other how interesting so you'd think that like maybe you would have like some interest almost just in like or a curiosity curiosity a curiosity Not sense of being like i've never experienced this so what is it like nah. i mean for me I've, like i've talked to a few men in my life i love drama all the men that i think that would be on love island oh yeah like i don't know i just i mean the people on love island are a whole enough different breed of humans <laughs> you know they're all super hot i don't they're... really understand um reality tv um it's i it because it, it's like it's, it's very appealing to people because you get to see like people having real life conversations but they're not really they're all very contrived they are a bit but in like love island isn't scripted yeah i don't it's 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 not scripted but as in like it's controlled and they're all trying to win i guess something Mm. they all want to get like social media deals when they get out and they're all going to be like really rich and stuff so to me it's just like it's not it's not like an authentic thing of like looking at like an interesting social experiment of like looking at humans interact with each other because they know that there's a camera there and they're performing it's not really reality tv show because it's reality tv show yeah <laughs> I the emphasis on that but um as in like it's i don't know it's to me it's like it's it's act it's like sh- it's shit acting basically right me. i think it's people that can't act acting okay. and it's very bad because they're not actually being genuine mm. and so it's just very performative but they have not gone to acting school or trust slash like have had, have had any training in how to act so it's not very convincing so i think in my head i'm like this is such unconvincing acting right now it's so bad I feel like I'm watching like an amateur play yeah like babe I really love you and it's like oh my god terrible I get that I actually I think that 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 is of course very a very cynical view of reality tv I think that it gives it's very escapist Mm. I think it's really nice to actually just kind of think that you're immersing yourselves in other people's lives but just be an outsider and watching a viewer um something like Love Island is is like made to be very dramatic and like they like create scenarios that make them fight with each other and do all of that kind of thing and like it does like I do find it really entertaining like and also I like watching it because I can discuss it with my friends like Mm. a few not all of my friends but a few of my friends watch it and then it becomes like something that we do together it's like a communal thing um and the absence of community that's been broken down yeah we can watch TV we have have Love Island but no like I do agree that it's not like fully authentic but I think that um it is they aren't a lot of them aren't acting a lot of them are like trying to be like relatively themselves but you know you have to have the caveat of knowing that you are on TV Mm. Um, a lot although like I've watched interviews of some of the islanders who come out and some of them say like for loads of periods of time you forget the cameras are there like when they're not doing specific challenges or like things Mm. where like you know that there's a camera there and they're just going day to day in the villa and doing stuff like that like they're not really thinking about it being Mm. on TV they're just being like well I'm there so I mean like the, the ultimate reality TV was Big Brother I didn't watch Big Brother it freaked me out (laughs) it freaked me out a little bit because I was like what do you mean you can watch it for 24 hours like I just like didn't really like it Mm. I also was quite young yeah um but and then you have kind of on the other spectrum you've got like reality tv kind of like Made in Chelsea and like that is the worst I love Made in Chelsea look I'm a I'm a sucker for Made in Chelsea I think it's I've watched it since like it started I think it's so entertaining but I completely ignore 
acknowledge that it is like very contrived it's like the situations yeah, sometimes like, are actually fake with like how awful it is oh like, my god i love I, it i honestly it's, it's one of those like surreal things when i watch it I, I honestly cannot understand how anyone would ever 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 waste their time watching it well because, i do oh, i just i don't understand it's like it's, because like, it's entertaining it's, that's why so not entertaining it like, is entertaining they're just no they're not even they're not funny they're not interesting it's shit acting again yeah like, the, the acting's not very so good so shit it's like oh my god actually, i love it it hurts me it okay hurts well me. this is where you two we agree we, to disagree we will have to agree to disagree <laughs> do you so do you watch any reality tv or like and or no. you just not at all no no that's fair you I don't my, have to i have my own life <laughs> to be fair you said to me the other day like um that you don't really like or like you haven't really found any interesting tv programs which is so like funny yeah. because lou and i were then talking about it and we were both like there are so many good tv programs like you just go on netflix you can find so yeah, many I know. and i try i just maybe i think i have like um maybe unreasoned... it's because of your adhd maybe do you think? i don't think so no. no i just think that like a lot of tv is shit okay and you have too high standards i just yeah i think maybe i just have high standards i expect things that should be quite, quite funny yeah um, well, do they always have to be funny can't you watch them no, not funny. dramatic or, no, not dramatic or like things. action or like whatever i just find that like it demands so much of your maybe it is ADHD. it just demands so much of your time and i don't want to give i don't want to give tv my time okay like, it's just it's like it's hours mm. of like i don't i don't have the concentration right and the will to sit down and watch something if i don't think it's great okay but if something is really good i will watch it like that like mm. it's it's yeah i think i'm just what's the last tv program that you watched that you thought that was really good i rewatched the first two seasons of killing eve recently. oh killing eve's great yeah yeah, yeah. killing eve is like it's very so very good. good yeah the last the last two seasons no mm, yeah the they last, drop they drop a bit the first season of killing eve is so fucking hilarious like it's so it's so incredible um and what else have i watched? i completely agree first season of killing eve was like groundbreaking tv mm, like i yeah, thought oh my god how have they made such good tv yeah like sandra oh who i knew from Grey's anatomy amazing jodie coma is just like yeah. top tier level actress mm-hmm. um it's like it's it's really good acting yeah yeah it's just very good it's well scripted it's like yeah it's just like it's a good mixture of like humorous but also like um like dramatic yeah. interesting like i just think that they did it really well the second season was good um but yeah i just think that none of the other seasons really compared to no, the first they one did not. But i don't know i just find i really do try a lot of tv series do you think that you give it a good go or do you think you just give up after one episode if i why would i waste another hour of my life i didn't the first episode was good because sometimes you need no. to give it a couple of episodes to really sink in you want two hours of my life to get good well no. not all of them sometimes they're only like half an hour episodes i still don't want to give them my time okay fine. i just like i think i just find it like it has to cook me immediately okay otherwise i, I yeah fair that's fair enough i like, feel like i'm quite black i feel like i'm like that with other things in my life though. you're just a bit like yes and no yeah i think so but you like films yeah i love films yeah so i love films mm. i think for me it's the commitment thing yeah it's like you want me to commit hours of my life yeah. for something that's not even like great mm. i don't want to do that whereas i can watch i can watch a half decent film and i watch all of it mm. but i will not i will not stick like 12 to like 24 hours of my life for something that is just like so average i get you i mean i think i also think like you know how some people find tv as an escapist escapist thing yeah which i do i i I don't feel like i lose myself in tv okay i feel like i can do that with a movie i can really like get into it and lose myself but um with like tv i feel like no i don't i don't have that same level Mm. of like concentration and like absorbed i think for a lot of people including myself tv there's a comfort to like starting a series that let's say has like 20 episodes in it and being like 
like, I know that I'm now going to spend the next two weeks watching this. And it gives you it gives you something to do. Like, I know for pe- yeah. people like me, like, even, like, Love Island has been really good because I'm, like, every night I know that there's a new episode. And I don't usually watch it live. I'll often, like, like, I'm not one of those, I'm not, like, obsessed. Like, I don't, I don't plan my life around Love Island. Like, because it comes out on ITV Player right after the episode, I can go out, see some friends, do whatever, and then come back and watch it before mm. I go to bed. Like, it's not, it's not, like, a huge commitment yeah. in that, in that sense. But, um, I think like I don't know I wasn't really allowed to watch TV when I was younger right. like it wasn't yeah we weren't really allowed to sit in front of the TV for really more than like an hour yeah. at night if we were even allowed on, on, a, on a weekday mm. and so maybe I just didn't really you just never took to it yeah neither of my parents were like into like TV and so mm. I just I don't know maybe I sort of associated um, watching TV with being lazy because that's mm. what my like mum always said yeah like as in like you know sitting down you know like families that would sit down and watch TV all day my mum oh like, yeah, yeah we, were, we weren't like that either like my mum wanted us to be like active and yeah. stuff but like we. But I, think I, I, I think I associate binge I mean I, I don't I like I don't, I don't like the word binge watching but it is binge. but it is what it, it, it is, is kind of what you're yeah. doing but like, like I don't really like it as a yeah. term I just I think in my head also I don't actually understand where anyone finds the time because I feel like people I, do have a lot of time I just don't feel like I have any time to watch TV I don't think I necessarily have like the busiest life mm. but as in like whenever I have like free time I've got loads of shit to do yeah I've got to like I don't know, clean my room or clean the house or like. So you want to clean instead <laughs> like, of watching but TV. But there's shit to do. Like I have to like, I have to like cook dinner. I have to like go sort this thing out. There's like so much like De- life, yeah. life and work admin things to do that I'm like, I genuinely don't have any time to do this. And the small amount of time that I do have for myself, I'd rather go see people or go outside. I don't yeah. want to be staring. Do you know what it is? I hate screens. I fucking okay. hate screens. I will watch. A, I will watch a movie because it's an hour and a half to two hours, sometimes two and a half if yeah. it's a really good film. <laughs> but it's like I will watch that, but I genuinely hate staring at screens big screens although like looking at my phone so making right. sense I don't really know no but like you uh, I don't know it's quite tricky because I think that I do I do like to like spend an hour or two just like watching some TV and like do it like I think it kind of relaxes me sometimes and I like mm-hmm. watching it with people like say um, my girlfriend and I we've just been watching um, Russian Doll which is a series on yeah, Netflix can, can finish it. it's, um, episode. it's only like eight episodes yeah, so like that's not even a huge commitment the first episode wasn't that great okay we i thought the first episode was really good um and we were hooked so we've just watched that and it's like nice that like we have something we can watch together like that kind of becomes more like a thing yeah. and also I've never actually watched tv series is just so partner. good you've never barely ever watched oh my TV god i've always like with previous like partners and stuff that like, we've always like it's like a thing that you do like you're like let's pick a tv show that we watched together and you can't watch an episode without me and it becomes really? like a thing that i know but I know it's people, like a nice thing i know people do that yeah but just to clarify like we don't just sit and watch TV. No, I know, day. I know. Like, I obviously, know. we go out and like do stuff. But no, it is, I'm, it's I'm nice. Not, I'm not looking down upon it at all. It's like I just I can't. As in, I genuinely don't know where people make space for it. I think also it depresses me. Okay. I find it depressing okay. to sit in front of the TV. Okay. By myself. Fair enough. I don't know what it is. But it's like listening. It's like listening to a podcast. Yeah. I don't but do you're that. just like okay. So you, what you do nothing. <laughs> I don't, do you, you listen to I music. Don't, I actually don't know what I do. What do you do? I'm a bit confused as I to what you do. I don't really <laughs> listen to music. Because I listen to music, I listen to podcasts, I, I know, watch I TV. Like this, I, I like to have like stimulation. I go on Twitter <laughs> for hours. Yeah, I do. Twitter for hours. Yeah. Okay. I go on Twitter for hours. What do you um, What do you look at on Twitter? Like, are you what are you looking currently at the like the no no politics? Oh, memes. I was about to say the politics. No, no, just memes. Just memes. Yeah. So you looked at 
down on people that watch TV. I don't look down. I said I don't understand. No, you don't under. Fine, fine, fine. You don't understand people who watch TV, but you'll spend hours looking at memes yes. on Twitter. Yes, because interesting. If, because if I don't find something funny, I can very easily change it. Yeah, like, I mean, I do like memes. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, love yeah, memes. but as in like, as in like, if I when I'm on my phone, mm. if I find Twitter boring, I can go to Instagram. If I find that boring, I can go to something else. Like, as in, I think maybe maybe it is a thing of like the stimulation. I I feel unstimulated watching TV because okay. it's so boring and slow sometimes, okay. and you have to like skip with like a plot line that takes ages to develop, and I just don't have the patience for it. Mm. And so I do go on my phone, but I won't be on my phone. I don't know. I I am on Twitter, but I'm also like just like browsing the internet for no reason, just like on Wikipedia. Okay. I don't know. I'm just like I don't think I'm like or I'm just like responding to people. Mm. But other than that, probably just overthinking about my life. Yeah. Okay. So you spend a lot of time overthinking. I think I spend. I don't know. I just I think I just potter about. Yeah. I'm just always pottering about. Like you are always pottering. Putting things away or like I don't know, just like rearranging things. I yeah. Just, I think I'm just like I think I'm just walking around the house doing stuff. Yeah. To be fair, like or I like cooking. I like cooking. Yeah. You do like cooking. You're a good cook. Yeah. But I think all those things take time, and I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It doesn't take that. You don't spend that long cooking. No. So it's not like that takes up your whole day. I, I don't know. I don't know where people find the time to watch TV. Okay. Because I don't. I don't know. When you come back, let's say you go see your friends or whatever. You come back. You're maybe back at like 10 p.m. or something like that. I'll go on my phone. Yeah. So you'll go on your phone, whereas I I'll will then like, FaceTime someone. Or I will. I will like probably watch an episode of TV. Yeah. That's that's like I'll yeah. come back in and that's how I like wind down for the evening. I'll probably watch an episode or two on TV. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll go. So that's what yeah, a lot of, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. I'll go on my phone and probably go on Twitter slash respond to low people. Yeah. And probably text people and then yeah, I probably I probably spend more time talking to people mm. actually um doing things. Yeah. Because like <laughs> a lot of people watch TV like in bed or something like before they go to sleep. Yeah. Which I know they that studies have said like oh you shouldn't look at a screen right before bed but like everyone does it. Yeah, everyone does. Everyone does it. Yeah. It's like how they say you shouldn't eat cheese right before bed because it gives you nightmares. But <laughs> yeah. you love a little bit of cheese right before bed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if cheese actually affects my dreams. I mean I'm lactose intolerant so I have to eat lactose free cheese. So maybe it's the lactose. Maybe it is the lactose. That actually causes the bad the, the weird dreams. I don't know the science behind it so I can't verify. I'm not sure what it is. I don't I don't know if they've actually done studies. I'm sure they have. Like eating cheese and how it affects your dreams. I guess I'm sure you can probably look at like REM cycles mm. and things like that. Weird. Weird anyway, anyway, this is a good point to kind of wrap up our podcast for today. Yeah. So we've talked about a variety TV. of things. We talked about friends. We've talked about living together, and we've talked about reality TV, mm-hmm. um, uh, amongst other things. Oh, and your your Blue Dot Festival as well, yes. and gut health. Gut health and shit. Yeah. Eating shit. Food. Yes. Will, fecal, will you eat poo? fecal things? I don't want to eat poo. That's what I will conclude. Maybe it will change your life. I won't eat poo, but I will watch reality TV. Yes. And you will eat poo and won't watch reality TV. <laughs> yeah. We have different priorities. We do. Okay, thanks so much for listening, guys. We're going to try and make this a bit more regular now, yeah. um, like get back to kind of being like every like kind of three weeks-ish. But Kat's actually away a lot this summer, so we'll have to um, fit in. Nice. We'll have to fit in um, another one soon. But uh, we hope you've enjoyed and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye. Bye.